Welcome back, my friends, to another episode of Almost Somebody Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Allen. If you're new here, you can call me LA. If you're not new here, welcome back to the podcast that reminds you that even if you're waiting on something, a job, a spouse, the world to stop being on fire, you are not almost somebody, but you're already somebody unconditionally loved by God exactly where you are. And it's my hope for you that this podcast provides tools, wisdom, and encouragement from the stories of others to help you take your next right step in what it looks like to live a life on purpose. In today's episode, we're diving into what to do when you're stuck. So to live a life on purpose or try to, there's inevitably going to be so many moments where you feel stuck and even just one really large moment at the beginning before even deciding if you want to live a life a little bit more on purpose, you probably feel stuck. So if you feel stuck in any area of your life right now, I hope this episode helps you. I sit down with my friend Mackenzie and we had so many possible topics to talk about and I love that she suggested that we just talk about when you're stuck because it's a whole lot easier to say you're already somebody, yay, encouragement, cool, but let's speak to the person that doesn't feel that way and actually feels pretty stuck. So Mackenzie, welcome to the podcast. So glad to be here. I'm so glad. If you can't tell, Mackenzie's got incredible energy. She is one of the most quality people that I have ever met. She is a great friend, an incredible business owner. We'll hear about that in a little bit. And just an all-around fun person. So, Mac, let's get into it. Uh, First question of the podcast, what did you want to be when you grew up? Good question. So, I don't know if I there's like one specific thing when when I was little that I wanted to be. Um, I had like these big dreams of what I wanted. Like this was this is a funny example, but I really wanted my dad to put a stage in my room so I could hold performances. For- and I just like loved to sing and dance. And I had this like song that I made up that I would sing consistently about Target and like how much I loved Target. And my dad never got around to building me the massive stage I wanted in my room. Probably good he didn't because. You know, I don't know. I Young probably, pop stars, you know how dangerous yeah. that is? Your head would have gotten so big. So big. Or they would have just heard me singing 24-7 and maybe they just didn't want to hear that. I don't know. Um, but I was always like a dreamer. And so my whole life, there wasn't one thing I wanted to be. I always had been like an entrepreneur in some sort. Like when I was little, I, want, I had a car washing business and then I had a... Um, a swim lesson business and then I had Max Lemonade stand and... So there's always this like spirit of like, let's try something new and build. One of my favorite things about you as a friend is that you encourage me so much as a multi-passionate woman with tons of different interests. I always had so many phases growing up and different things that I was interested in, but could never pick one. And it was so refreshing meeting you and that you pursue a bunch of different things that you're creative, that you don't subscribe to the idea that you have to pick one thing and do it for the rest of your life. Um, And I think you do it really well and you do it with wisdom. So I've learned a lot from you and hate to tell the fans that you are not a pop singer. Now that dream did not come to a reality. What are you doing now? Now I am a professional wedding slash couples slash like branding photographer. Um, And I've been doing that for two years officially which is crazy and so right after college I dived in I said here we are so that's kind of what I didn't know what I wanted to be and what I am now and I could not I would not change what I'm doing I love it 
Jumping into today's topic, what to do when you're stuck. So as a multi-passionate woman pursuing a lot of different creative endeavors and a career in creativity and photography, I feel like you're the perfect person to talk to about what to do when you're stuck because the podcast is called Almost Somebody and it came from a feeling that I had and a feeling that I recognized in the world where it's just really easy to feel like almost somebody, like you haven't quite made it yet and what even is making it. So I'd love to hear more from you on, do you resonate with this, with almost somebody, with feeling stuck? Um, What has that been like for you? Man, I think we're sent like messages all the time of what we need to become or this like facial product or this workout routine or whatever it is to be somebody. Like if only you did this, you're going to be somebody. Um, And so I think having those messages sent to us since we were tiny baby, um, it's so easy to be like, well, who am I? Like who, what do I want to become? And like, is that good enough? Like. And then knowing, I think when I came to like know the Lord, knowing that my faith or my worth is in, found in him and that I am somebody because he loves me and because like all my worth comes from what he says about me, which I'm a child of God. And then all the things that comes with that, it brings a sense of just like security and I don't have to strive. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, and even still now, it's, it's easy to wander and be like, oh, is that identity actually? I know for me, it looked like depending on what I'm stuck in is it can be I can feel stuck in one area of life and probably feel really good about another area or feel mm. bad of all areas um it just really depends on the season Mac you are the number one friend I think that I have in my life that gives people permission all the time and it's so freeing even just talking to you about this to hear and I hope it's freeing for someone listening that we all feel stuck so often we all struggle with identity crisis stuff we all struggle with imposter syndrome possibly all the time maybe at work maybe in your hobbies maybe at home maybe all the time we all struggle with these things and this is what I want this podcast to be for let's talk about it that feeling like almost somebody isn't just a one and done and having identity crisis is something we all struggle with and sometimes you can be like yes i am already somebody and then other times it's like uh i who am i Mm -hmm. i'm i'm almost somebody like there's so many moments where there's i've been in a situation where i go in with confidence and like security in my identity and then i leave being like what just happened or who am i or imposter syndrome kicks in or just a lot of like insecurity and lies come out and then I start like feeling frazzled and I start feeling anxious about how that interaction went all that stuff and so Mm -hmm. yeah I think it's a daily choice it's a minute choice it's an hourly choice like we're always having to remind ourselves of what is like true and the truth is we are already somebody because of where our identity comes I mean Max preaching on this episode come on girl well I want to know before we hop into what tools you use to get unstuck. I just want to know what it looks like for you. Feeling stuck for me, typically I think I'll go to like anger and bitterness and then I can just get stuck in that. But it's not this like really explosive anger. It's just like this anger inside of me that eats away where I'm just like pissed or judgmental or critical. And then when I find myself there, I'm like, okay, um, something's going on because mm-hmm. this is not like you. And like, why does your heart feel so, like, hardened in a bunch of different ways? And so, yeah, it can feel that way, but it also can feel like waking up and feeling like, 
man, there's no purpose for today. Mm. It's wake up, work. That last portion of what you just said, I'm wondering how many people can relate to that of just, okay, my days are starting to feel like I wake up, I drink coffee, I do the same thing over and over again, like Groundhog's Day. I know that this COVID period of life has felt like that. That's exactly where I was um, before God kind of reached me and used the Purpose Driven Life book to do it. And this podcast has been the most helpful, like, vision, goal, dream to keep working towards to bring more like purpose and in my life and be able to see you know the pieces of my life come together a bit more and pursue purpose but yeah absolutely we have all been there and might currently be there you just hit on like something that we were talking about earlier is like when you started almost somebody podcast it is it was something for you to work towards, but also you had to take a step out and like reach out to people. And I think that that also like gave you like some fire under your booty of like, oh, this is cool. I'm in control of this. Like I can actually reach out to people. I can connect with people. And this mm-hmm. podcast has like brought you like really sweet conversations and sweet relationships with people. But it's because you had this like thing to bond over, mm-hmm. which was like the podcast or Love for Christ. And I think that that is really unique. Whereas like, in other ways, it's like you could bond over drinking or you could bond over mm-hmm. your love for adventure. And those things are really, those are great. But it's like, what conversations come from that? Mm-hmm. So anyways, it's just really cool that this is like what you're now doing. Hey, I think it's pretty awesome too. I'm so grateful to be doing this podcast. But before getting to any kind of purpose-driven love that I'm doing the podcast is this big period of being stuck and navigating what that looks like. So Mac, you and I are both ramblers. We could talk all day. What, what is the bottom line of this conversation? What are we getting at? If you're stuck, we get it. We've been there. We still experience it. Yeah. And you're not alone. And we just want to talk about what we did to help us feel unstuck amen so what has your most recent season of being stuck looked like my most recent season of feeling stuck was when i moved to austin as well um it was covid was happening i moved to austin started a new business in a new city um my only friends were my boyfriend and my two roommates and that was overwhelming one i didn't know what i was doing with my business i was just we're going for it and then two to have three people that i love so deeply but be my only people, that was really hard because I was like, I don't know, buddy. And so that really just put me in a funk because like I was saying earlier, I would wake up and I would work or, and then I would hang out with somebody or maybe not and then watch something and go to bed. And that was my life. Or it was, I would wake up, work for 12 hours and go to bed. Like there was not a balance and there's not boundaries around work because I was trying so bad to get this thing started from the ground up. and. It worked, but I also like got bitter and got frustrated. So I was trying to get plugged in with the church. Um, but then because of everything with COVID, it was just funky and different. Um, and so, yeah, for me, I felt like a bo- broken record also. Like I would tell people or try to explain to my friends how I was feeling. And they would say something encouraging that was really good and sweet. But then I would just come back to it and say it again and again. And it just... I was just like, okay, there's nothing that they can do for me. I have to do something for myself. And I don't know what that was. And so and, and so I was at church um, one day and they um, promoted this like recovery program. It was 
Okay, I love how you are about to share about the recovery program at your church. Um, I actually ended up doing it as well. And I think it's an amazing tool to help get unstuck. But for those listening that are like, whoa, okay, wasn't planning on going to a recovery program to get unstuck. Um, Sounds a little intense. Can you explain more about why you chose this? And is this like a really intense program? We all, I believe we're all sinners. And so this program was for anybody under the sun. You did not have to be struggling with what felt like a massive struggle. You could literally just be pissed that um, your roommate took your food and then you grew anger about that. Or that was kind of a weird example, but it just that flew with it. Um, Or you could have like just pride. Like it was for anybody. And so I was like, okay, um, well, guess I'm going to do this program because I don't know what else is going to work for me. And so I did a 15-week program um, with a church that was local here in Austin. And it was basically, it was called Steps to Gospel Recovery. And it was huge for me because in this time of working 12 hours a day, um, moving to a new city, there's all this stuff that I stored up in my heart um, because I wasn't like, I just wasn't sharing with as many people what I was thinking and what I was feeling because I didn't really have the capacity to. Mm -hmm. And because if I tried to, it wasn't, I just, it couldn't express it well. And so anyways, this class, we went through 15 weeks of different curriculum and just different, basically like heart check things. There is so much to say and ask around this program, around the fact that you're in your 20s and you chose to do a gospel-centered recovery program as part of getting unstuck. Like, come on. And the fact that people offer this program is beautiful and amazing, especially in a time like this when we've been through so much, especially emotionally in the last few years. But I know you can't fit 15 weeks into 15 minutes, but can you share kind of why you chose this to be part of helping you get unstuck? It's just something so transformative about doing recovery through the lens of the gospel and recognizing like our state as a sinner and that like we can never like we're going to go back to our sin every time and we need the gospel. We need the Lord to come in and like redeem us. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't really redeem ourselves. Okay. This topic is something that I am so passionate about as a lover of Jesus, that th- that combination between we need God and in his power and his grace and his mercy to um, forgive us and help transform our lives. And also how it translates into we get to partner with the gospel and fight for change in our own lives. So how does this transformative love of Christ, 15-week recovery thing, transfer into just day-to-day tools for helping you live a life on purpose? You're, when you just like kind of sift through all that's like in your heart and your past, you're gaining tools of like, okay, this is a tendency I have. What is a tool I can use to... Um, help me in that. Like for instance, anxiety. If I'm feeling very, really anxious in a day, one of the best things I can do for me is go work out. And working mm-hmm. out is like a tool that I have to help mitigate like anxiety or help mitigate like, okay, you've been working and sitting on your computer for 10 hours. Go get up and go work out because that's just going to help. Or another tool would be um, like journaling. That's a massive tool for so many people of like, okay, if I'm not like doing okay, maybe I need to go sit down and journal and just like process. Um, another one is like recognizing different behaviors and vocalizing that. Like, hey, I know that I was like really short with you and I'm really sorry. I just have things like going on in my mind and 
and um, my mind just really loud right now. And so, yeah, just like voicing that is like a huge tool because then people around you, if you get short with them, they can be like, man, I wonder how they're doing. Like, are they okay? Um, because this is not typical of them. And mm-hmm. so just like as we go through life, we gain tool- tools, but we also put some tools that put some things in our tool belt that we think are tools, but they're actually not. Um, and I think like one of the biggest tools that I've like put in my belt is like knowing the Lord and like choose. I love it that you said that because for me in the last year and a half, it's been quite a journey of trying to figure out, okay, I have this like revived relationship with God again and in Jesus. Um, but all of these other tools are helping me a lot too. And I think in my experience, it's felt like it's either one or the other, faith in Christ or being a fan of therapy or faith in Christ or um, being really big on working out or all these things that they all seem great. <laughs> and so I feel like I've explored um, what it looks like to have Jesus and and really focus on my relationship with Jesus and everything else like what if it's both what if it's faith in christ and using other tools to help be more aware more self-aware and add to our tool belt while keeping the main thing the main thing and having our relationship christ be the main thing so how do you feel about the tools outside of um your relationship with christ there are still things that we can do to help mitigate anxiety like good like be in the word and like spend time with jesus but also like if your mind is running at a million miles per hour Mm -hmm. you might need to go like on a walk you might need to like get on medicine you might need to Mm. um go process with a friend and like those are not bad things they're bad if they become an idol but sometimes that's what you need to do in order so you can come back and actually have a settled mind Okay, we have covered so many different topics when it comes to getting unstuck, most of them being a little bit deeper, more on the heart route, um, touchy-feely recovery programs, diving deep into purpose and getting unstuck. But I think a really important component of getting unstuck too is learning how to have fun. For me, it's been kind of reframing what good, clean fun looks like and how it can actually help me alongside a purpose-driven life um, to have fun and have fun the right way, kind of redefine fun. So Mac, how do you feel about fun when it comes to getting unstuck? Yeah, I think for me, fun can look like, it's a very large scale of what fun can be. It could be going to a coffee shop and sitting in the sun Mm. and watching the ducks. Like, I've done that before. That's weird. I will just go, or I'll just people watch. Like, Love I think that. that's fun. Um, but, like, just doing something that's kind of like a break, or I'll go thrifting. Like, I think that that's mm. really fun. It's a way to, like, get out of my own head and to, like, move and to kind of have a task to do, but not, like, really have to think about it. And so that's fun to just to see what you can find, especially if you're looking for a specific thing. Um, another thing is, like, going and getting snow cones. Like, just like, random fun. things like that. Me, um, Okay, dare I say that there is no other podcast on the internet, the interconnected web, taking you from gospel-centered recovery program to go get yourself a snow cone <laughs> in 20 minutes. So 
That's Almost Somebody podcast for you. Mac, thank you so much for being with us today and sharing more of your story, your experience when it comes to being stuck in life. And I hope that whoever's listening gains some tools, wisdom, and encouragement to help you take your next right step in a life on purpose. And I hope you feel just less alone that we're with you. We've been there. We're there often. And we're all in this together. So whether you're doing gospel center recovery or getting yourself a snow cone remember to do it with someone else that's your challenge for this week um text someone call someone grab someone and go do something together get a snow cone take a walk do something with someone else because if we've learned anything loneliness doesn't get better when you do more things alone or try to get yourself unstuck alone so good luck out there if you're feeling stuck i hope this helps and mac please tell us where we can connect with you on the interconnected web at mckenzie smith photo Mm. on instagram tiktok website facebook we got all email if you want to email Just send her a good old classic email. I love that. Well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Almost Somebody podcast. Thank you for being here. Reminder that you're not almost somebody, but you are already somebody. I hope this conversation helped remind you of that. And please remember to connect with the podcast on Instagram at Almost Somebody Pod with two Ds. The TikTok, the YouTube, the LinkedIn's, we're on it all now. So I hope that wherever you're listening from, this made you smile today. And I can't wait to see you guys in the next episode on Tuesday.